Get it. The Bird Show. All right, so to the, uh, I guess it's a bit of a family meeting here. Um, I've said this about the Bird Show and the kind of job we have and the kind of show we do, that there are just some days where we got to come in here and fake it. Uh, we don't feel like being funny. Uh, some of us are in a dark place, but this is the job. So Cassie is in here today, and she's going through a very, very difficult time. Yeah, we... Um and I'm going to give a kid warning, parents. We're going to we're going to talk about euthanasia. So if you don't want to talk to your kids about that, tune in later on the podcast. But we had to euthanize my dog Calliope mm. on Friday. Sorry. Thanks. I'm um, so sorry. So sorry. Thanks. It was really really difficult because we had to make the decision to put her down. Um, whereas I had another dog, Ajax, who was 10 years old, but he had seizures and he passed away during a seizure while I was pregnant. And I was trying to talk to my husband about why it felt so different because I was devastated over the loss of Ajax because he was a gift to me from my husband. But he was our family dog. But I think because I was six months pregnant, I had like a one-year-old. Calliope was still in the house. Like there was so much going on that I grieved his loss, but I had to stick and move. And with Calliope, the kids are older. They've gotten to experience her a little bit more. She's been with us 15 years, almost the entire length of our relationship um, through multiple homes and making the decision to put your dog down, you know, in a cowardly way. And I feel so guilty saying this, but I would get up every morning hoping that she had died overnight mm -hmm. so that the choice, it was on her terms almost. And I didn't have to be the one to make the call. Um, but that's not how it was going. And she had Cushing's disease, which is sort of essentially no matter how much they eat, they starve. And she had a tumor on her leg and other things going on. <clears throat> It was time, and the vet had told us it was time, um, and she lasted through Christmas and my son's birthday, which was great, but it is so difficult making that call to say this is the time, and the the service we used was really great. They're called Sweet Dreams. They came to the house. Amazing people. So kind. As soon as they answered the phone the first time, I knew we were in good hands because they were so caring. Um, they, the way it works, they give you windows, you know, because I guess they have to plan out a route or whatever, whoever's homes are going to. And they said, you know, we can do it in the afternoon for you because I work in the mornings on Friday. And I'm like, cool, we got a two hour window. So I'm thinking like they work until 8 p.m. I'm like, it's going to be like maybe four, maybe 6 p.m. And my husband, they contact you in the morning and he's like, they will be here between noon and two. So it was already earlier. than I had anticipated. But that's okay, because we had 15 years. And they were so kind when I got home, and they called at 11.40, and they're like, we'll be right there at noon. And they were apologetic. And I was like, crap, I don't even have those two extra hours. Mm. And it's just so sudden when it happens. Like, even though I feel like I've been talking about it forever, the day comes way too soon. And then talking to kids about it is tough. And I caught myself. And I want to thank the Show listeners for reaching out. There were so many people, child psychologists, um, vet veterinarians who guided me on how to talk to my kids about this. And essentially, they were like, let the kids say goodbye and don't sugarcoat it. They need to know what's happening. And my friend Brianna had pointed out that for her dog, when her dog indeed passed away, it was a gift to them because they were able to use that to talk to their kids about death before like maybe a family member passes. And I really tried to look at it that way. But it is it is so hard how much we want to sugarcoat death when we mm -hmm. talk about it. 
And I even blame TikTok a little bit because it bans the word um, like dead or killed. So people write unalived. So for some reason in my head, like dying or being killed has become such a taboo word where I find myself saying unalived, like even on the show rather than died. So I'm talking to my daughter and I'm like, she's that, you know, Clyde is dying today. Um, and we had given her some forewarning. So she had like a week to say goodbye. And every day she would be like, is Clyde going to die today? Oh. And I'm like, no, not today. And so finally we said it's today. She's not coming back. And we explained that she was very sick and in a lot of pain and that this would help her not be in pain. And it feels like say goodbye to a family member because I grew up with dogs and cats, but they were never mine. They were my sisters. She was a big animal lover. You know, I had a cat, but it became my parents' cat when I left. It was a family cat. So Clypey was my first, like, adoption and my first dog, my first fur baby. And so it's so surreal explaining to your first child that your first pet is gonna be gone forever and what that really means and that she's not coming back and that we have to say goodbye and so of course hazel starts crying i miss calliope and i'm like turn around she's right behind you she's not dead yet (laughs) um so i think she was more upset by the fact that chad and i were upset upset and we didn't hide our feelings people said not to do that too Mm -hmm. so we both cried in front of her and she took it really well so anybody who's Worried about explaining death to a four-year-old. She took it like a champ. She's like, okay, I get it. And Max just wakes up the next day and he's like, where's Clyde And I'm like, I told you she did. (laughs) (laughs) You know, but they gave her like treats to say goodbye. And then it was a very peaceful passing. Um, They gave her a sedation before she passed away. She didn't even flinch at the sedation shot. Like she was ready to go. And she just looked like she was asleep. It was so peaceful. But You know, I think it was a lesson for me that it is so difficult to talk to death. And when you talk to a kid about it, I didn't say go to sleep because then they get scared of going to sleep. They say, don't tell them they passed away. Don't use these euphemisms. I think I did say she's dying and she will go over the rainbow bridge Mm and, you know, and be pain free. But it needs they need to understand the finality of death and that the animal or the pet or the family member isn't coming back and it's the end of the line. And telling your kid that is so hard because you worry that then they will start to make the cognitive connections like, what about me? What about you, mom? Am Mm -hmm. I going to die? Luckily, we didn't have that. She was not that curious. So we avoided that discussion. But it is... It was infinitely more difficult for me to talk about death than it was for my child to understand the concept. So anyone struggling with that, no, just at least carry that with you. You can be upfront, you can be straight with them, and they handle it very well. And personally, for me, I just spent the last rest of the afternoon just mm. crying my eyes out with swollen, I mean, I had the swollen eyes. And it's just, it is an interesting crossroads in my life because I really hate feeling this way. And for a long time, I kept my emotions shut off. And I didn't bond with animals or even let myself fully bond with people because I don't like feeling like this. Because it is, I think, Kristen, you've always said something so poetic. It's like, and I'm going to butcher it, but something like grief is the price you pay for having love like that. Yeah, the pain is great because the love is great. And I just, I hate that. I don't want the pain because I'm a little coward and I don't like (laughs) dealing with it. But here we are. And so I think her passing was a growth opportunity for me as weird as that sounds as well to allow myself to really feel and feel for other pets and family members in a way that I hadn't previously. So 
She taught me so much. And I'm grateful. Oh, I'm sorry. She's very lucky to have had you and your family. Thanks. Get it? The Bird Show.